sometimes I just like zone out of time and space and like realize I'm doing what I'm doing as I'm doing it and I question everything suddenly and it's like it's very weird and that's how I've been feeling the past few months and I haven't been able to do anything because I have this pit in my stomach that's telling me that everything I'm doing is somehow useless because sometimes I have a feeling that I won't live very long so what's the point of anything you know what I mean uh also I just came back from rehab and by just came back I mean a few hours ago it's fucking four okay it's actually 4 59 a.m right now I woke up because I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare that my um I cheated on my ex with Chris Hemsworth and he cheated on me with Emma Chamberlain, which I think is the f- funniest fucking thing ever. I was in rehab for a week. Um obviously I'm not going to talk about the, you know, family issues because that's not just my story. It's like generational like hereditary uh trauma and blah 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 um but recently i've had a hard time because um usually when i'm depressed it has a fucking reason um like most of i mean i know that you know depression can be there for no reason but for me it's always been because of a traumatic event um and it's happened like every few months there's another traumatic event uh, where I like go back into a depressive phase so it's very weird um because for the first time I started feeling sad but there was no reason for it there was no external uh factor it was just like this deep deep hollowness and heaviness and all my friends noticed it because like I started like zoning out very often like especially around like my best friends um but yeah I suddenly started looking very sad to everyone and everyone was really worried about me which is really sweet but also like for some reason my impulsivity uh, i i got reports from my rehab like temperament and um something else those like psychometric tests and stuff i got my results back and it said high impulsivity high like um doing things that other people think is not a great idea and like also when other people think it's a great idea you're scared so that's what i have and i did a lot of impulsive things and a lot of fucking stupid things in the span of one week after a month of a month or so of like this weird deep hollowness feeling so that week was the worst week because I was like, I need to do something about what I'm feeling right now because otherwise I'm like, I feel like I'm rotting inside. And that's what I told everyone because I, I didn't, I didn't know how to explain it. It was like, I was rotting. I was like, I need to do something. And then I did a bunch of impulsive shit and I, I have a problem with oversharing, um, that's why I have a podcast um no but I love talking to you guys you guys make me feel better even though I don't even know who you guys are and you guys could be criminals please don't be criminals um but yeah it was really weird that week uh was awful because I did so many impulsive things and all of it was my fault and 
in the end I was just a coward and I was like I'm going back home this is way too stressful and then I went back home and then I had another few depressive episodes that long weekend um and it was fucking awful man I felt so bad every day it was like Ugh, I have to wake up. Are you kidding me? I have to face another day. Another day which has opportunities of me getting humiliated, me getting bullied. I mean, I don't get, I don't even get bullied anymore. It's like, and even if it is like bullying, like they're telling the truth. So who cares? Also, it's not bullying. Not many people are like, even they don't even care like most of it is just oh upasana's depressed which is true or upasana's a slut which is also true so like what the fuck um so yeah that week was awful and then the next week i was like oh my god now i have i have had a renaissance in my brain and i fucking knew i hadn't but i was like no 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 i swear i'm fine and then i went back to school big mistake big mistake baby um literally on monday i went to the staff room and screamed out to the teachers i want to kill myself so they had to be like oh okay um and then they like ushered me into like a smaller room in the staff room and then they were like it's okay sweetie it's okay and they were all really caring which i really appreciated cuz i i really needed like some calmness because if i like i don't like it when i'm having a panic attack and because i'm having a panic attack someone else panics and they don't know how to like help me and i'm like babe and they're like babe you know it's like that so i really appreciated their calmness but also i was like why are you freaking out this is a very serious situation i have a deep deep pit in my stomach and i don't know why can you please please try to understand and the whole of last week i have completely ruined my life because of how impulsive i've been um so yeah i was not too well to say the least or to put it simply um so yeah they had to send me back home again i mean not on monday because i w- this they told me on monday you are going back home sweetie and i said fuck to the no um i cannot go back home on monday oh by the way i'm in like a hostel program now the last time i spoke to you was when i was a fetus in 10th grade um and now i am a fetus in 11th grade wow yeah um mentally a fetus uh mentally also a 99 year old but we'll get to that later um so yeah basically they were like you're going back home and i said no and i was like fuck no that's fucking cowardly every time like i can't go back home every time i'm sad i'm in a hostel program so like weekly boarding i have to stay in school and i'm not letting these bitches tell me that i can't be in hostel cuz i love hostel life i fucking love it man i don't know like I actually want to do full boarding because it's like just inconvenient at this point to go home every weekend. And that's how I I mean that's how much I love it. Like even my um friends, my roommates, like my roommates are the fucking best. I love my roommates more than anything. Like literally more than any, like not literally more than anything. Obviously my best friends, but like are there but like my god i love my roommates <laughs> shout out to shasha um and guns and um vioma my mom my mother literally when i entered hostel everyone was like wow you're just like vioma and i was like okay i don't know who that is but okay um i was really scared of my roommates actually even though i know guns a little bit 
I knew her before, but like, I was so, I was scared that my past was going to come back to haunt me. It did, but I didn't care because they didn't care about it. They were like the seniors, the new, um, the new classmates in my class. Um, none of them, they were more like supportive. They were more like understanding, not supportive. They were understanding of the situation. Um, so yeah, <laughs> my, the people who know what I'm talking about, are like, Vasily, you're such an idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, by the way, if you're wondering, I am like butt naked in bed right Hi, um, I'm editing this right now. Uh, this is Upasna from the future. And I just want to say no one was wondering literally no one was wondering if you were butt naked in bed upasana who the fuck asked like that's the most random stupid thing to include in an episode i'm so sorry you had to hear that but also slay what the fuck i woke up because of that dream i had and it's a dream, honestly, not a nightmare. It's so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, I woke up and I forgot that I slept naked today. I'm sleeping naked because I got discharged from rehab yesterday and like I deserve to sleep naked, okay? I feel like all, like not all, but like most women are like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home and take my bra off and just be in a t-shirt like a lot of women i know a lot of girls i know do that but it's like the opposite for me i don't know if anyone can relate tell me if you can but like i just take my shirt off <laughs> but i like having my bra i feel nice with it it feels nice um, but also it's like depending on boob size, depending on comfortability, uh, titty, um, I don't know. I also woke up thinking about how my whole phase uh, has, like my slut phase has lasted a bit longer than I, you know, anticipated, a bit longer than I even wanted. Um, I think I'm in a place where I want some, like, stability in my life, but also my mental stability is fucking, bruh, I don't even know what's happening. Actually, I do, because I got my reports today. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yesterday when I got discharged. Um, apparently my main problems are, well, I won't talk about the family thing, but, you know, a lot of my childhood. And then uh a lot of deaths in my family and um around me a lot uh, three three deaths <laughs> um that impacted my um mental state i guess uh in a very uh in a much more i don't know with much more intensity than needed because i i have a thing where i like, I don't know how to explain it. Never mind. Fuck it. It's like, I have great imagination, which is the, like, most, which is something I think I'm really fucking good at. I have a great imagination. I imagine vividly. I, you know how a lot of girls, I mean, not a lot of girls, everyone, slay, um, everyone has these, like, fake scenarios in their head, and, like, they're reenacting it in their rooms and everything. I'm that, but, like, a hundred times worse, because, like, I stay up to, like, fucking 3 a.m. just reenacting scenes, and if I, if I get the scene wrong, I'll do it again and again and again, and I'm like, this is how it's going to happen. This is how these scenarios will take place. Um, it's like that when I'm hyperactive, but when I'm having a depressive episode, I imagine, like, the most, um, dark things, the most harsh, um, images come to my mind, and I make it up on my own, 
but it's out of my control. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you can't control an idea you get. Like you can't say I won't get this certain idea. You know what I mean? Like thoughts come and go. <laughs> but anyway, that was like one of my issues. I was also getting like really hyperactive and then really depressive, so they had to be like okay, well, let's find a let's find a middle ground bitch and well, they still haven't because I'm, like, hyperactive right now. It's fucking 4 a.m. And I'm recording my podcast, which I fucking love. It's a vibe. Um, And also, like, my fairy lights are on right now. And it's completely dark. And everything is silent. Okay. As soon as I said everything is silent, some guy outside my window whistled. Now that is fucking fate that he is my soulmate or like god telling me that life will not go my way i i don't my god um i don't know i don't even know if it's a he also if it's a she i'm fine with it oh yeah my sexuality let's talk about that (laughs) what the fuck is going on honestly like can someone tell me what my sexuality is I want someone to tell me what my sexuality is. I also wanted some, I also want like a diagnosis. They said mood disorder, but like, babe, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, they gave pills. So I take the pills and I fucking go to therapy. That's what I do. But also I'm so disappointed. I thought I would have some sort of, uh, I thought I'd have the actual renaissance in my brain in rehab. Um, But I have to say, like, I did find a great therapist and um, I do have good psychiatrists looking after me and giving me the right medication and all of that. Um, And I fucking love my therapist, by the way. She's the best. And it's so difficult to find a good therapist so to finally find her i literally cried in her arms i was so happy um but i don't want to jinx it because i really do like her also it wasn't rehab for like drugs or alcohol i've never done drugs or alcohol um there have been a few times when i almost did but i always like i'm pretty good with that like, I have a, a close relationship with um, um, people with substance abuse issues, maybe. I don't know how to say it properly without saying it properly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I'm, like, pretty responsible that way. Hi, this is me again editing. Uh, sorry. Um to disturb the episode so many times. Um, uh, I just wanted to say I made it sound really easy to uh, stay away from drug and drugs and alcohol and um, substance abuse in general. And I just wanted to say I'm sorry about that. I completely sympathize that and I can understand how easy it is to get addicted and how difficult it is to get out of it. Um, and I really hope if you are struggling with those issues, you get the help uh, soon. Um, Because you deserve to live a long and healthy life um, and happy life. And I will put whatever resources I can find um, for drug abuse and recovering and all that uh, in the description. So please go and check that out if you are dealing with that or if you know anyone dealing with those issues. My form of um, self-destruction is self-harm. Like cutting myself, punching walls, um, basically those two, <laughs> not, not anything else. Uh, but, uh, I actually stopped my self-harm habits, um, for a long time, actually, I was so fucking proud. You would not believe how fucking proud I was. And when I told my friend, especially Nishant, he was like a big support system to me when it came to that. He was like, good job. You did four months, nine months, a year, you know, like, I loved his reactions, basically. So I used to self-harm a lot, like, eighth grade, ninth grade, 
um maybe uh 10th grade even because i have these like depressive episodes right so like i'm hyperactive for like a week or a bit more and then i'm depressive for a week and then slowly it was more like one month i'm hyperactive and one month i'm depressive and then like slowly it was more it was getting to like a middle ground and then all went down man all went down all falls down i like that song um oh i'm the okay i okay listen i think i'm a narcissist <laughs> i thought i wasn't a narcissist i had a conversation about this with my um uh theater teacher kind of it's not actually theater but like theater teacher yeah actually no 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 it's theater my theater teacher um he also teaches like literature and history and stuff to other classes um i was having a conversation with him about this and i kept arguing that i wasn't a narcissist but as i keep thinking about it as i keep thinking about that conversation i had i think i'm genuinely a narcissist but in like a weird way because i hyper fixate on myself and i hyper fixate on things i do and i either fucking love myself like i orgasm by just this little thing i do <laughs> or like i fucking destroy my my entire life and body and soul because of that little thing i do you know what i mean and i hyper fixate on myself way too much by the way my subjects are um literature history evs and art um i don't know the proper order of the grade or whatever that doesn't matter that really doesn't matter does it actually matter um you know skip to the reels of like the planets moving back and like the stars galaxies does it really matter do the does the grid really matter huh look at this universe we have anyway <laughs> i love that trend though it actually made me feel so much better about my hyperfixation cuz like i oh my god i hyperfixate i and i didn't know hyperfixating was a thing until my friend pointed it out um and i was like oh that makes sense i hyperfixate on these situations and then i completely like either like suck my own dick for it but or like hate myself kill myself and it's so difficult to live that way because every little thing i hyperfixate and i have a panic attack and i have a depressive episode but also every single thing i do can also trigger me into a hyperactive episode where i'm like fucking jumping around dancing everywhere someone should put a camera in my room i swear to god say this bitch be doing some crazy shit um well i obviously i don't want you guys to see me masturbate or whatever okay i'm not going to why well, i'm revealing way too much on this episode but you know what fuck it i love it um like i sometimes i feel like i'm in a music video like i feel like i'm literally a movie star and i will jump around dancing and i feel like i i love being okay this is such a narcissistic thing to say i love being center of attention but like it's not like i'm actually like it's not like you can easily say like obasan no one cares about you like you are not the center of attention but like i love feeling free spirited feeling adventurous feeling like loud and excited and i fucking oh god i love it so much and even though many people around me don't like it because they think i being like you know attention seeking center of attention pick me but it's not like I it's not like I'm choosing to be that. It's not like I'm faking it. I genuinely love when I'm hyperactive because I 
I get this like electricity in my veins and I'm like fully oh it's so beautiful man it also allows me to do so much with my life when I'm hyperactive I can dance for hours and hours and hours and like actually dance and get good ideas for dance I can work on my theater I can do assignments after assignment after assignment and I won't get tired and I don't take breaks. I I'm not good at taking breaks. I can work out, work out, work out every single day of the week when I'm having like a hyperactive few days. I get so much done and I do so much with my life all in the span of a week. And fully on impulse, but also like it can lead to good things like my assignments like when I finish them all together at once but then I get depressive and then I don't do any assignment for a few weeks and then I'm lagging and sometimes it sometimes and most recently it's just felt like my entire life is lagging you know what I mean? Also lacking. But I don't know what off. Also, when I'm hyperactive, my teeth get really jittery and like my jaw really hurts because I talk so much. <laughs> um, by the way, talking about impulsivity, bitch got three tattoos today. <laughs> I actually got three tattoos today. I got... um take me to the lakes where all the ports went to die on my um bicep sorry I don't like saying that but yeah on like that area um it's a Taylor Swift it's what the fuck um it's a Taylor Swift lyric um the lakes is basically a place where all the ports went to work and like it's basically what the lyric says um but it means a lot to me as like a literature student, as a Taylor Swift fan. And also I made a friend in rehab. Um, her name's Sunidhi. And she's literally the coolest fucking person I know. She said she healed her inner child by taking care of me. And she healed my inner child by taking care of me as well. You know what I mean? Like both of us found so much comfort within each other. In the span of five minutes, maybe. Like, the first time we met, we started singing the Hamilton soundtrack. Okay, so again, me editing. Uh, for some context, Hamilton is a musical based on the um, story of Alexander Hamilton. And um, Angelica and Eliza are main characters of this, uh, are the main female characters of the story. And Angelica is the older sister and that is Sunidhi's like dream role. And Eliza is the younger sister who's uh, Hamilton's wife and that's my dream role. And I kept saying Eliza because she's all I think about. Uh, but I meant to say Angelica when it was Sunidhi's part. But anyway, yeah. Uh, she loves uh, Angelica and I want to be Eliza when I get the role, <laughs> uh, which obviously will happen, duh. Help us! Yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Broadway loves a good voice crack, don't, don't, don't even. Um, but every time Eliza would be on, we'd be like, oh, it's your turn, it's your turn. And then she'd get up and then we'd get on the couch and we'd be like, oh. Um, what is Eliza's line? He will never be satisfied. You know, like she'd be like that, and then she'd be like, "Okay, it's your line now," and I'm like, "Helpless." Yeah, I fucking love Eliza, man, and I love. Oh God, I love musical theater so much. God, it's so like because music in general has this effect on us that's like so divine so intense like music really changes people also i realized recently that i am driven by music people the musicians and like lyricists and 
basically music people um or just people who listen to like a lot of music i think they are the best because they have this madness that's like art you know what i mean it's like it's fucking beautiful how their mind works it's so intricate and yet it's so chaotic anyone who appreciates music and studies music and does you know music i think i think it's very admirable and god they're all so talented man even the ones who are really bad are so fucking talented cuz they have that passion god it's so beautiful yeah i realize that i love anyone who loves music like that you know what i mean um but yeah oh my playlists have gone through like a glow up basically go listen to upasna raghu's playlists on um spotify they're literally the best playlists Okay, they might not be the best playlist because Sunidhi has great playlists and Abhirami has great playlists. Um, so maybe go check out theirs as well. My playlists are really good. Um, the ones I think you can start by listening to is probably um, "Will You Be at the Deathbed" or um, "Daughter and Devotee of Aphrodite." and sheer madness and melody those playlists um it's a lot of hip hop but it's a lot of indie music but it's a lot of alt you can just skim through and get the idea i mostly listen to literally everything um and for the musical theater nerds i have two playlists so go listen to those um man i love musical theater um i think i'm a lot like amelie i don't know why that character really makes me feel like it's I don't know. I feel like I'm like Amelie. Can you imagine working at like a cafe in Paris or something? Also, I like the old man. Like the who's the man who lives like next door to Amelie? This is a musical by the way to people who don't know. Um and a movie I think, but basically she moves in somewhere and like her neighbor is like an artist and he paints a lot and he's been painting this one painting called the girl with the glass and I feel like I like Amelie so much because I, like she's just like me she's very curious she's very ambitious but like she's very dumb as well but like I relate to that stupidity so much because I like all the situations I would do the same thing and she's very mysterious which I obviously like every TikTok girl I yearn to be um but yeah she's really cool and like really cute and I I think I'm like her but also like I really want to be her but also like she's very stupid sometimes which I already am so like I don't know I also I admire not admire but I think it's so cool to study her relationship with the old man um it reminds me of me and like the older male um figures in my life um and they like taught me a lot and i admire them a lot as well not the sexist ones though those can fuck my ass i don't care actually those can't they don't have the honor to fuck my ass they can fucking die i don't care um women should be celebrated guys men should also be celebrated all genders should be celebrated oh i recently spoke to my friends about how i feel like i'm not gay enough don't have a label or anything but because i don't have a label i feel like i don't have the right to say i'm gay kind of like i don't know what how to explain it it's like validating to have a label it's like i have i have a thing like you can look it up like there's nothing there's no sex i mean i don't know if there is a sexuality tell me like i want to suck on tits but i don't want to kiss anyone i don't want to kiss the same i don't want to have like a i don't have a romantic relationship 
with them. I don't have like, but like, I don't mind kissing them, but like it needs to be a platonic kiss, but also a platonic making out session. My parents are listening to this. This is so fucking, oh my God, I'm, oh God. Ah, the consequences of my 4 a.m. impulses. Um, also, why has it taken me literally months and then rehab and a nightmare to wake up and then make another episode? Don't even ask. Bitch, don't ask. Literally, my life has fallen apart this year in ways I didn't, I could never predict. Um... My family is going through a hard time right now um, for multiple reasons that I won't get into because it's not my story to tell. But it's been fucking difficult. Um, that's all I'll say. And also my social circles, um, high school, just high school, man. It's, it's a fucking hellhole in there. Like... I was talking to a friend about this, and Saira, by the way, I love Saira so much. Sometimes I just don't want to, it's not like I don't like my class. I love my class. Even the people I hate, I love them. I don't even hate them. Even though, like, I want to hate some people. Sometimes they can be really sexist and homophobic and racist and disgusting, but, like, they have pure heart all of them and they're all children at heart i'm subtly calling them all immature but like whatever um no but i i really do love my class and i really do love my subjects oh god i love my subjects so much the amount of that times they've sent me back home like because of my uh, my depressive episodes the past this month basically the only thing I'm missing out, like, I love my subject so much. I'm so sad that I'm missing out on so much. Like, my subjects, I I worship them. I worship my subjects. I'm not kidding. I fucking love literature. I'm, I, I'm scared I might be, like, a very annoying little bitch in literature class. Um... Or I'm just really dumb in literature class. Both happens a lot. I'm also really dumb with history. But I love history, man. Because I love knowing how we came to... Like, uh, my generation came to be. I love knowing all that had to happen for me to be here. You know? Like, I like feeling kind of insignificant sometimes. Like... Losing myself in my history is something that I love. Also, as someone whose favorite book as a child was um, The Secret Garden, EVS is like my most, like, I, it's the most fun class for me. Although I do think literature and history can also be fun sometimes. EVS, I feel like it's like, I don't know, like, I, it's like kind of, in another way, healing my inner child. I don't know how to explain it, but I've always loved the um, idea of gardening, the idea of knowing about plants, knowing flowers, knowing insects, and all of that. And I guess that's why I took EBS. Um, but it's not the classes. It's like my own heart and mind suddenly started rejecting the atmosphere it was like the same old tables the same old chairs the same old walls the same old doodles on the same walls and chairs and tables all of it was getting a bit claustrophobic for me i don't know how to explain a lot of things in this episode but i'm just fucking going for it man because i can't keep waiting for the perfect time to record another episode and I genuinely miss you guys, so it's been really sad not talking to you. Also, I kept saying I'll post the episode tomorrow. Guys, keep, keep watching. I'm going to release that episode. 
And I never end up releasing the episode. What the fuck, Obasla? You lied to us. I know, babe. I know. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. I'm hanging out with a friend today. Um, oh, I'm recording this on... Uh, it's uh, the 28th of September. Um, I'm recording... Oh my god, you know what the 28th of September is? Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's fucking anniversary. Everyone go on Twitter and wish them right now. What the fuck is the lyric? They save our loves for show, but I'd die for you in secret or something like that. It's the best lyric ever. I love their relationship. I love how private it is, but also it's so clear that they're in love. And it's so clear that that's why they want it to be a secret. Not a secret, but like that's why they wanted to keep it private. I'm so happy for them. Um, I'm meeting a friend today, by the way, and I'm so fucking excited about it. And tomorrow I meet me. I might the both Hello, English, please. Rajashree Auntie's listening to this and she's like, what happened? Like, where did I go wrong? <laughs> it's not your fault, Auntie. Don't worry. I'm so sorry. And it's not your fault in this. I'm just name dropping a bunch of people in this episode. Also, let me tell you, um, some of my friends have literally saved my life the past few weeks. And they aren't even aware of it. Um, like a random sex joke they make makes me love life so much. <laughs> like it's so special to me. Like my friendships. I fucking love them. And I also realized what I love most in life. And it's love. I'm such a fucking romantic but also i like i like being existential as well but like for my whole life i've been a romantic the existential things just came in this year maybe or the past few months even but yeah and i realized that i love the idea of love, the ideas of love, the different ways in which everyone expresses love to one another, to passions, to ambitions, to dreams. There's so much beauty in the chaos of love. And I fucking love a messy love because it's still so beautiful. Like two people working on something, no matter how fucking hard it gets, but also it's very toxic because like I will stay in the worst relationships because I feel like I can work on it and I'm like waiting to one day say oh yeah we worked through all of that you know and not just like romantic love with all sorts of relationships you know what I mean um and I realized that about myself and I was like, that's something I love, the fact that I love love, but also it's something that I hate, you know, because sometimes I love love too much and I crave it too much. I actually still don't know why, because I feel like I'm very loved. My friends and even my family sometimes, I feel so loved and I feel and I feel <laughs> i feel very cared for and appreciated and it makes me feel very special but there's some sort of love that i'm craving that i can't explain but god it makes me so happy to love someone it makes me so happy to feel loved from someone like especially romantically because i'm a big romantic nut basically i've watched every fucking rom-com in the history of humans and humanity i have watched every romantic drama like i have a big titanic poster i have a gigantic i mean not a gigantic but like i have a big titanic poster in my room even though i don't even like that movie the fact that they first of all there was space for jack to fit in that weird raft door thing but anyway that the like 
I love Titanic so much. The love shown in Titanic. The love shown in La La Land. How they're supporting each other's dreams. The love they have for each other is so deep. It's so special and it's so pure. In La La Land, it's so pure. Titanic, it's sort of like tragic, tragic love. Like, we had so much. And then I let go of your hand. In like two weeks notice, which is one of my favorite movies ever, but it's like the worst movie. Many people hate it, but I love two weeks notice. Two weeks notice. There's some sort of like, there's secretive love, but not like secretive love. It's like love shown in silence. You know what I mean? If you've watched the movie, you know what I mean. Um, And one day... God, one day. Also, recently I watched this um, movie on YouTube. You can go look it up on YouTube. It's a great movie. Um, it's called Submarine. And it's about, like, it's a coming-of-age movie. It's a love and romantic movie. Dramatic and comedic. And very dark. Um, it's, like, the best movie. Everyone should go watch Submarine on YouTube. It's a great movie. Um, 2010. Uh, submarine 2010 um also while i was talking i put on clothes don't worry i'm not still butt naked um i mean i'm in a bra and underwear but that's it i feel like for some reason i'll be judged for saying that but like guys sleep not with a bra maybe but like i mean maybe some guys sure um guys can wear bras guys end of story but like Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm in my boxers, uh, briefs. Like, fuck off. I can sleep in my underwear and bra. Don't judge me. Also, I bet no one's judging, but, like, I'm scared. Anyway, do you want to know what tattoos I got? I got, um, the Lyric. And then I got, um, a dove on my, below my elbow, which rhymes. Um, (laughs) It's a dove um, because I'm a big worshipper. I'm not like a like a worshipper worshipper, but I'm a big devotee of Aphrodite, um, the goddess of love. I feel like love is so fucking powerful. People underestimate the power of love. People think strength is like like muscle strength strength as in like motivation like that kind of strength but love can kill people love love is a murder weapon sometimes anyway i also got um a tattoo a few months ago um of a star on my like collarbone chest area the star was my first tattoo and then i got the lyric Actually, I got the dove and then the lyric and then I got a four on my hand because it's my lucky number and it's also one of my friend's lucky number and it's our lucky number together. <laughs> I'm waiting to get a half a moon uh, for Antara and she'll get the other half of the moon or like she'll get the moon and I'll get the sun. I'm really excited for that because we've always wanted that tattoo. So yeah. Also, um, I think one of my big life updates, life updates is I've been on Omegle too much. (laughs) Like, I've had, like, the worst and the best conversations on Omegle, honestly. Like, I, once I said hi, and this guy was like, oh, I just finished fucking my dog or something. And I was like, okay, disconnect. Um... I'm always on the chat, though. The video version, I've only been on once with uh, my friend. So, that's that. Um, I also think... um, Well, I met someone on Amigo, And we've become really good friends now. And really close friends. And I really... I like... I like him so much. I on about, but... Yeah, I'm also working on my relationship with my mom. But I don't know why I stressed on the my there, but um 
I'm working on my relationship with my mom, which is a fucking a roller coaster, a very interesting journey that I'm on because sometimes I feel like I love her. I love her, but I can't like her. Sometimes I feel like I love her as a mother, but not as a human. Sometimes I feel like I love her as a human, but not a mother. It's a very complicated relationship, but I'm really working on it with her. And I can tell that for the first time, she's also trying to work on the relationship. We've had um, long discussions in rehab because I'm a minor. She has to stay there all the time. And that forced us to bond a little bit. And we've been talking and she talked about her childhood. And I spoke about my childhood, even though she knows about my childhood, but like my perspective of it. And I was talking about how much I love my Chikama, uh, Chikama's aunt, by the way, and uh, my mother's sister. And I fucking love her. I love my Chikama so much. She's everything I dream to be. She's someone who fights and I fucking love that. And I love my sister. Also, I realized that I've recorded for 55 minutes now. And it's almost 6 a.m. So I should get up. Um, but yeah. That's a lot we spoke about. Very spontaneous as well. I love you guys. I've missed you guys. I'll try to make an episode every week. But if I can't, just know that I really want to. But I'm not able to mentally get myself there. Mostly it's that reason. Or otherwise there's some emergency and I can't record. But I will try my best every week. Um, And I love you. I love you. I love you. Follow me on instagram on twitter on spotify because i have the best playlist but also like subscribe to the podcast you can get it on apple Podcasts, everywhere you get podcasts um yeah so for some reason uh, my outro kind of cut off right there um but i guess i'm just gonna end it now um <laughs> while editing um i love you i love you so much and by the way, all the things I mentioned about my mental health, I am getting the help I need and uh, I'm going to get better and it's going to be fine. I have a great group of friends around me and my family is being very supportive and that's all that matters. And I hope you're doing well because you guys deserve the best as well, unless you are a rapist. Um, so that's a great way to end the episode. Okay. Love ya. Bye-bye.